Welcome to another episode of Marketing Without the Marketing. I'm your host, Michael Bosey, and today I'd like to get back to my series on Content Marketing 201, which is sort of next level intermediate to advanced strategies where we as small business owners up our game in content marketing. Look, everyone is doing content marketing now, which means it's very hard to stand out using strategies from even a few years ago. So the whole point of this series is to teach you some of these strategies that I use with my clients and in my own strategy that sort of just take it up a notch. And if you've been following along, I have been doing, let's see, I covered web strategy, blog strategy. I was going to do social, but I'm going to move email up and cover it first because let's face it, it's more important than social. Uh, As I say over and over again, email is our conversion instrument. We don't sell via social, we sell via email. And if you've been doing content marketing, you know that social has gotten less and less effective over the past few years. And I'll get into that later. But really, the heart of this is we want to get people on our email list. And as small businesses, we want to start to get into a little bit of automation. I consider this to be required for people like you and me, small businesses who, you know, look, we we can't have a whole staff of folks who are responding to things and helping nurture customers down the line. We need to use some automation and we got to do that very carefully. It has to feel very human. It can't feel like a robot Uh, and really, really important to businesses like yours and mine. But listen, we can't talk about automation without covering segmentation first And that's the topic of today's episode. So let's get started. In email marketing, segmentation allows you to talk to different people in your audience in a different way. So this allows you to build a deeper relationship with people. And why? Because it feels like you come down from the podium and instead of announcements to a crowd of people, You can start talking to them in a way that feels more in touch and more intimate. It makes them feel like you know them and what they're interested in. Now, today's marketing feels, well, the opposite of this. And the best way for me to demonstrate this is in the same way that I do so in my course at Emerson College. First day of class, I get up in front of everyone and say, hi, my name is Michael Bozzi. I'll be teaching fundamentals of content strategy this term. I run a business teaching the same stuff to my clients, etc., etc." The second day of class, get up in front of everyone at the beginning of class. Again, I say, hi, my name is Michael Bozzi. I'll be teaching fundamentals of content strategy this term. I run a business teaching the same stuff. And they look puzzled with good reason, right? And maybe even somewhat troubled too, right? They're they're like, is he okay? Did he forget that we already had a class, that we've already met, that we've already spent time together? To me, this is what most marketing feels like today. It's impersonal, like they don't know you, like, like you've never met, like every message is an announcement made to anyone reintroducing themselves over and over again. And segmentation helps solve this. And coupled with automation, segmentation allows you to do way better marketing. 
So let's get into how to do this. And I'm going to cover this at sort of a higher level uh, as an overview and get into uh, the three facets in a deeper fashion a little bit later. Right now, what I want you to be able to do is to be able to take the theory behind this and the philosophy behind it and start to apply it. Right. You can figure this out on your own. Um, you know, I'll get into exact strategies and the things that I use with my clients at a later time. But right now, I just want to set the stage for you and just get you thinking about this. So there are three ways that I look at segmentation. There's segmentation by interest, segmentation by location, and segmentation by customer stage, which is probably the most important one uh, when we're building marketing funnels. And each of these can be thought of as each segment as sort of the you know, it lies at the intersection of what's meaningful to them versus what's important to you, right? If it's one or the other, this won't work effectively. You want to be in the middle of that, right? What's meaningful to them crossed with what's important to you. So let's look at that. Let's start with segmenting by interest. This allows you to talk to specific interests that your potential customers or your customers have. Right. So, for instance, not every subscriber of mine cares about every topic that I cover. So on my list, they get to pick what they're interested in. So if you want to see an example of this, go to my subscribe page, which is controlmousemedia.com slash subscribe. Now, there's a whole list of things there that people can pick in terms of what they're interested in. Some pick them all. That's awesome. Or some pick one, which... This is going to sound counterintuitive. Picking one topic is even better, right? Because now I have this narrow information about them, which helps me understand not only, one, what this individual wants so I can serve them better, but two, I get data, too, that I can roll up in the aggregate to find out what's most important to people. What topics do they want to know about? In other words, it tells me now what to spend time on. So for instance, tons of people on this page select SEO. Awesome. That tells me I should do a whole series on that. So that's what I did. And people can see my different approach of how I do SEO, which is a little different than what I see out there in the blogosphere. And here's the thing. It's way more likely to be a successful series because I know that's what people want from me. It doesn't mean that they're going to like it, but it means that they're going to be interested. They're going to click through and they're going to experience my take on SEO. That's awesome, right? This wouldn't happen without segmentation. All right, let's talk about segmenting by location. Now, this won't be applicable to everyone, so I won't spend a ton of time on it. But this tends to work where there's a face-to-face -face element to the business. So an example of where this might be useful is a band. For instance, if they see a lot of their fans are in a certain city or state, they might plan a tour there. Same thing for keynote speakers, right? If a ton of target customers are in the Midwest, maybe booking an event in Chicago would be a good idea. Or professional organizations. If a lot of their members are in a particular city, maybe the next meeting can be held in that city. The only thing that's important here, if you want to execute this, this strategy, is to collect city or state on your subscribe form. You can always ask later of your subscribers if you don't do that. But consider 
you know, doing this up front is a better way to do this just because, look, even if you ask them later, a good response rate of 30% is not even going to cover that whole list. So it's better to just put it on your subscribe form if this strategy is important to you. Now, certain email service providers will collect ISP addresses, so you'll have an idea of location, but it's better to ask up front, right? Because now it doesn't feel creepy, like you know where they are when they didn't tell you. And here's the thing, when you do this, now you can give them relevant messages. And more importantly, <laughs> you're not bugging people with irrelevant messages, right? So if you're talking about that event in Chicago and there are people in Florida who are not going to attend this, you know, sending them a message on that is just an annoyance, right? So they're going to delete it, lowers your trust level, not cool. Now you don't have to do that. Now you can send it only to people in Illinois or in the Midwest or whatever. All right, let's look at segmenting by customer stage. This allows you to talk to your fans, the people who actually like and appreciate you. You get to talk to those fans, well, like fans. And here's a simple strategy to get you started. I use something that's a little bit different from this, but to get you started or get you thinking about this. Let's say that we segmented by stage in three ways. One, leads. These are people who are new to your email list. Number two, fans. People who have engaged with you or your content in some way, so they've demonstrated some affinity. And then buyers, right? People who have purchased something from you. Now, when you do this, you can start to talk to these folks differently, and you should Right? You should talk to a lead differently than you should talk to a buyer. This is where segmentation starts. Now, in any of these lessons here, I use MailChimp, but any of these email service providers or ESPs have this feature, whether you're using Mad Mimi or Constant Contact or Emma, uh, Infusionsoft or ConvertKit, they all do this. In MailChimp, we assign people to a group or apply a tag. And the only thing that I want to say with these, this type of uh, segmentation, you want to make these invisible to the user, right? This is just a way for you to keep track of them so that you can group them and talk to them differently. Now, you can do this manually or you can automate it based on either an action that they take, for instance, opening an email or clicking a link in an email, or you can have this automated via a capture page. And these are going to be topics for another lesson in the series. But the point here is that you can have your ESP do the work for you, which is very, very cool uh, and means that you don't have to do this manually. However, you know, if you are looking to segment people and move them up from leads to fans, for instance, because of social interactions, you can do that manually too, right? You can just go in if someone's been interacting with you a lot or they're really responding to, to what you're publishing. Uh, great. Mark them manually so that you know that you can talk to them a little bit differently because now you know that that person is a part of a group who's been interacting with you a lot and you want to move the conversation, if you can, uh, off to email instead of social. Now, automating a tag or a group based on an action or a capture page, this is great for leads and fans, but we got to be careful when we're talking to buyers, right? So 
look, you can automate this too. Uh, there are ways to, when someone purchases from you, it'll automatically update your email uh, marketing list. Or you can do it by hand either way. But the important thing about talking to buyers, and this is hugely important, right? You never want to send sales pitches to buyers who have already bought the product. This gets to the heart of why segmentation is so important. Think if you just purchase something and then the business or the company keeps sending you sales pitches for that same thing. That's annoying, right? It says, you don't know me. You don't know who I am or what our relationship is. And that's not a good look for any business. And you can't do this without segmentation, right? You segment them as buyer. Now you can make sure that they never receive those sales pitch messages. And I'll give examples in a later lesson about how we can run an entire automation sequence, an entire nurture sequence or lesson sequence, and skip certain messages by opting the buyers out of it. So they can still get all the good content that you want to give them, but skip the sales pitch because they've already purchased. It's kind of cool. I've done this with clients. Uh, it's an awesome feature uh, of MailChimp. And like I said, the other ESPs do this too. All right. So you can see that segmentation achieves a couple important functions. First, tailored messages. So look, each person is at a different stage in their relationship with you. And once you've identified which category they fall into, you can start to speak to each group differently. So, you know, you don't want to keep sending those introductory type announcement messages to your fans or your buyers. They already know you. Instead, now you'll be able to tailor each message to them so that you got a better shot at making a connection with them. Right? So it allows you to stop coming off as selling in a broadcast manner. Hugely valuable. Second, automation sequences. Right? Email affords you the opportunity to get into marketing automation. Uh, and this is important really for us as small business owners because sometimes that path from lead to fan to buyer is quite long. So you need to nurture these relationships as they develop. Content marketing, of course, we do that with content. And if we want to grow our businesses, it's hard to imagine doing that without some form of automation. And I'm going to get into automation in the next couple of lessons. Now, of course, look, we're not going to be able to automate everything, and nor would we want to. But marketing automation can give you a lot of extra support, especially with those cold leads who are just getting to know you. You know, it's not worth your time yet to be spending one-on-one -on -one time with every single cold lead, right? You want to warm them up a little bit first. And then, of course, that's your opportunity to get more personal, to answer questions, to talk to them directly, one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, that becomes much, much more worth it when someone has already gone through the basics with you and has started to get to know you. So that's why the automation is so important. All right, so if you want to get started and you don't have any of this set up, a uh, simple assignment for you is to set up groups for or tags for leads, fans, and buyers. And then just start to go through your whole list and tag each of the fans. If you got buyers to tag as well, awesome. Do that as well. Fine. That would at least be a starting point to get you thinking about your list in a different way and starting to just see and audit the relationship that you have with each of your different list members. And let me know how this works for you or if you got any questions, I'd be happy to answer questions. All right, in closing, 
You can watch all my email strategies in real time when you sign up for my list at controlmousemedia.com slash subscribe. Left a link in the show notes for you, so it's super easy to click through. You're going to get tagged automatically based on what you select so you can see how I do it and learn from it. And we'll be connected too, so you can, like I said before, ask me directly about any particular strategies that you see. Now, as I mentioned, I'll be covering more on email in this podcast. So subscribe via your favorite podcast app or sign up for email notifications at controlmousemedia.com slash subscribe. And of course, select podcast and how often you want to hear from me. I'm developing an online course on this as well called Email Marketing for Business, part of the core concepts of content strategy series. That's at controlmousemedia.com slash courses. And we'll do a deep dive on email strategy, getting set up, the content that you can send to people, lots of examples about automation, segmentation, and advanced email marketing strategies, all from the work that I do in the field with clients. Highly practical so that you can do it too. And if you can't wait for that, then book a session with me. You can do so at controlmousemedia.com slash strategy. Just book a session and we can go through this one-on-one, you and me, and we'll work this out so that we can get a segmentation and automation strategy in place for you. It can be that simple. All right, hope that you found this to be valuable. I know it went a little longer than I normally do, uh, but in the next episode, I'm gonna get into some simple automation, and then after that, get into some more intermediate automation strategies, and I hope that this is gonna be very, very useful to you. It's one of the most important strategies that I use for myself and my clients, and I'm happy to share it with you. All right, thank you again for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.